and welcome back to the best thing you watch this week chris is over there with movies and munchies i'm over here with the ruby tuesday if you are a returning subscriber viewer audio listener thank you so much it's great to have your ears and eyes with us once again if you're watching this as your weekly sunday listen or video thank you for joining us on this sunday morning however you are spending it whether it's eating an egg uh if you're just waking up or going to sleep on your sunday if you're in australia we appreciate you guys. Uh, we have a nice community now building and that's awesome. If you're new to it, you've just kind of somehow in the nether of the world, you found us. I hope you admire our beards. And if you're listening on audio, our beards are awesome because we have a Patreon called The Bearded Ones, where everything starts at a pound. And there's over 40 videos on there now. And this Sunday, when you listen to this, there was an exclusive new video dropping or dropped uh, as you're listening to this where we get drunk watching and commentating <laughs> on Kung Fury. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's a real tongue-in-cheek, short half-an-hour film, nostalgic, nostalgic, nostalgic 80s ride. And uh, yeah, so you can play the game with us or just watch us go downhill. Uh, <laughs> and that's a lot of fun. But on the Patreon, there's a lot on there. On our audio extra segment that we do, a uh, kind of follow-up from this, you get the, the exclusive video segment in the audio as well but also in the audio we do a review that we both either haven't seen the movie and we review it for the first time on the audio or one that we haven't seen for a while then we talk about entertainment news and what we are looking forward to so there's really some cool extra bits there wherever you listen to your podcast <clears throat> but the way we start off every week is we do a movie quiz i started it off and i did a really really great job and then Chris took it on and just it's been going downhill ever since. So I think in the comments, you should just, you know, let Ruben have a chance now. Let us know if Ruben should continue or Chris do a poll and we'll add it up for next week and see if uh, it's Ruben's. You make it sound turn. like I have taken it over and I won't give it back. <laughs> That's exactly what he's done, guys. I can't believe it. it's like holding it captive. How mean is that? I know I won't let him do it. I keep telling him no, no. <laughs> and and it's very specific that you talked about if you're eating an egg. What? <laughs> well, then breakfast is like classic English breakfast is eggs and bacon, sausage and tomato and toast or hash browns. Yeah. Why would you put a tomato in there? That what? There's some healthy stuff. You've got to have the healthy stuff. Some some mushrooms. Bacon is bacon is it, no, no oh gosh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms grow under poo they're they're slimy they're disgusting and half of them will kill you dude that, everything grows from poo <laughs> that's where we grow our trees our well, potatoes all food is well, grown yeah from yeah it. yeah yeah but but specifically under poo i mean yeah. it just grows under the poo and then you pick them and then people eat them we do wash them first like your milk Still, that though. you drink if we didn't wash that you'd get poo and uh salmonella <laughs> or e. coli I don't even. drink yeah. milk though so there's that <laughs> well <laughs> you need to sort out your health you need to start eating poo and drinking poo stuff chris come on okay fair <laughs> fair enough <laughs> wow oh that wow sorry that devolved that's your fault. way faster than i thought it was going to <laughs> yes no it is totally my fault yes <laughs> yes okay <laughs> you can do next week's uh 
movie quote quiz or no, the, only yeah. if only if the audience wants me wants oh, me to. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, I think if you keep asking those doomsday questions, maybe that will. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep going dark every week until like darker please and darker. Get Ruben off that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, uh, last week. Tara Briscoe and Nostromo both came in with the right answers on the same day. So congratulations to both of you. Um, Nostromo said that they were too easy. What? So, which, which, yeah, come on. I I go back and forth. These are, they're way too hard and I've never heard of them or they're way too easy. It's easy if you know them. Like if it's it's a film that you like, that you've watched multiple times and it goes bing. But if you, like, it's not a film that you've seen it once. You like rings a bell but i'm not sure what it is then yeah that's going to be hard yes yes well the answers to last week's were beetlejuice yes reality bites nice nice reality bites and And heathers Heathers? yeah Mm -hmm. okay cool yes i got to i thought i knew it that was the theme so winona Ryder was the theme yep yep nice good job there you go right on well we have another theme this week okay okay you ready yeah yeah I gotta move my microphone back because I'm gonna talk loudly. <laughs> okay. This stuff is not for sale. Okay. Okay. If you ever leave me with a kid again, I'll make sure you never have one. You have no idea what those screaming booger eaters are like. They expect <laughs> you to know stuff. <laughs> booger eaters. Nice. Yes. Well, there you go. Okay. Mm. Oh, I'm not here with these fellas. I got a pig in competition over at the Livestock Pavilion, and I am going to win that blue ribbon. Wow. Okay. I thought I knew the theme, and now I'm just thrown for a, <laughs> a pig and a pigsty. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, so let us know, and we will give you the shout out next week. Um, Ruben, though, come on. What's your question? What? <laughs> You, you look like you're gearing up to ask something just terrible. Such a dark question, guys. I'm so oh, sorry. No. Okay. No. Uh, who's the best <laughs> Superman? Who is the best Superman? As an actor, yeah. Mm. Well, it's been a while. I remember really liking Brandon Routh. Routh, yeah. is that his Roth, name? Routh, I think, yeah. Routh? Yeah. Um, yeah, he was great a in problem. Superman Returns. Yeah, yeah, I, like I like that movie. It was kind of a bummer that it was a one and done type of thing that it yeah. just kind of fizzled there. Mm. Um, I haven't seen all of the iterations. Um, I mean, but I I think Christopher Reeves would be mine. Just I think that's also be out of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. See, as much as I love Christopher Reeve, I didn't grow up with that. Like, that wasn't like. Oh. I, I knew of them. I, I came to those films later. The Superman I grew up watching was, well, there were two. There was one my, my mom and dad loved. That was uh, The Adventures of Lois and Clark. And uh, Dean Cain oh, uh-huh. was mm-hmm. Superman in that. Um, and I really liked that. That was so wholesome and clean and fun. And then we had Smallville. Uh, which mm. I guess you could argue that he's not really ever Superman in that it, until like the last episode. But I think he's still Kalal. He's still him. He's just learning to be. Uh, 
but I would say I'd probably say Henry. I think I've really liked mm. how he's embodied Superman. I really, really was disappointed that we never got that third movie. Yeah. Like that was the one that we were all waiting for. Um whether that happens many years time it's possible but i don't see it henry's going to be onto bigger and uh, uh not necessarily better but bigger things for sure yeah um but let us know in the comments what for you is your there's more than that as well um you know because superman's a, he's, he, i think he's just had his 85th um anniversary of the superman wow. character so there's a lot of content out there did you did you ever used to see the old TV show? Yes, yeah, I mean I've seen a couple of the episodes, so I know okay. of the actor and the proper you know stance yeah. and leaps over a tall building in a single bound yes. and and wears like yes. the proper underpants you know, yeah. on top of it that just looks like underpants. Yes, yes, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I watched that a bunch as a kid too, nice. and that was yeah a lot of fun. But all right well yeah do let us know in the cool. comments below what is your who is your favorite superman what's the one i guess it is like who you grew up with will probably stick in your mind as your favorite mm. um yeah cool cool should we jump into the best thing we watch then so chris yeah. what's what's first on your list oh hands down easiest answer <laughs> spider-man across the spider-verse <laughs> i thought you were gonna say that Oh my gosh, dude, I know you haven't seen this and I'm going to keep it spoiler free because it just came out and, mm. um, there, this is a movie first off. Okay. So you remember the first one and the animation just it, like, didn't it was win the Oscar. changing. It was that good. Yeah. It, it, this improves upon it. How is that possible? <laughs> right. I, yeah. There was, there was something about it that it, it felt even better. It wow. was crazy. Um, the The story is bigger. It's more complex. Um, you get a lot of different family dynamics mm. in it, which is which is really powerful. The we have a we have a villain uh, who starts off kind of comedically, but then actually turns into kind of a proper villain. Wow. And like, but over the course, and they they dip out for a while, while other stuff is going on. Um, mm. You have other conflicts within the story and complications. So you, you kind of go, well, wait a minute, where did this person go? Even though you know that they're in the background, kind of they're lurking. Um, but the I loved the story arc. I loved where it was going. That it was. Uh, <laughs> I think it it dipped a tiny bit in like the third act, mm. maybe just slightly. See, but I, I'm really worried about the story arc because it's the first part of two, and I think a lot of people going into this may some people may not go because they want to wait for the second. So yeah, talk to us a bit about that. Yeah, well, that is that is the one spot because like it's a two hour and twenty minute movie. Mm. Okay, I didn't feel the time at all. I loved it. I could have sat there again just just keep going with the story i would have been there no problem um it though just ends like it just stops uh -huh. we're mid-action i mean oh, it wow. is a it is a like Proper a cliffhanger cliffhanger, cliffhanger. yeah okay. and which my son and i i took him to the screening we drove into san francisco to see it and we we were talking about it and it was like oh my gosh when is the next one coming out 
Mm. because surely they've done it already right or they're they're near completion for it because I would hope so. we can't wait it we can't wait another three or four years i think it's next for, year I, I it think is it, next year it's yeah. next march okay. um, at least right now that's the it's right. slated for next march so, so that's not too okay. long that's like about a year less yeah. than a year yeah, yeah. Okay. so so that's okay um but yeah no it, it like which i've i've heard now um now that audiences have begun to see it that that's probably the biggest complaint that a lot mm. of people did not realize that this is a first part because do you remember when the first trailer came out and it said part one yeah they've dropped that nowhere oh, on the marketing material does it say part one because the next movie isn't even called part two it's a different title right and we're we're told what that title is but it <clears throat> i don't think so, they should have I understand from a marketing perspective that does put a damper on things, which is probably why they dropped it. But at the same time, you don't want people to have a negative response to it. That's that's it. Yeah. Mm. Um, y you're gonna your mind's gonna just fall out of your head. Um, <laughs> the when we get they go to like spider headquarters. That's what I'll call it. Mm. Um, where you have all of these spider people good gravy there are so many and my biggest complaint i think with this is that we're moving through this area at times so quickly because we're seeing at that point from miles morales's point of view mm. and so he's taking everything in as he's being led someplace and so you know so it's like you know you walk through a busy airport or something like that and you have a you know to get to your terminal all the things are just passing by and you're like whoa, 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 whoa that's kind of cool um but there's also like these little pop-up windows that give little descriptions like little comic panels you know which is outstanding mm. but i missed so many of them i mean i just did because uh, there's well, so much on screenings yeah, exactly no totally i'm i'm like looking forward to seeing it multiple times and then buying it mm. and then pausing it <laughs> and just going almost frame by frame because there is so much depth so much level to it i mean do you remember uh coco and all of the like the million lights that they mm. put in the background that's kind of what this feels like that it just you feel so much depth. so what we get from the trailer when we see him kind of swinging through that dimension mm -hmm. with all the spider-man there is it much more than that oh yeah yeah all right okay yeah crazy and there are there are the visual gags that you get there's so many easter eggs like i i barely picked up on any of them just because i don't i'm not the comic geek mm. for this and i don't i haven't played the games so i don't know all of that you know i'm just did you it, spot at least um i've got him here at the back the spider-man game spider-man in the universe apparently he is there he is there yes and there's actually there's um there's dialogue oh amazing okay, yeah that's so, it's, so good. it's it's funny yes there's and there's um there's a lot of points that you're gonna really like um this gosh what do i want i don't i mean the the art is fantastic like I do love the story and I love uh where it takes us and the the risks that are raised within this mm. because we learn certain things about the multiverse. Yeah. And that adds a ton of weight, but then also creates decisions that people have to make. 
and those decisions are not light or easy. So you feel like this, oh gosh, what do you, because you're rooting for one way, but then also like, I know the consequences if you do that and where, which do we choose? So it is, dude, amazing. This, this <laughs> better win the Oscar again for animation. Uh, the story's phenomenal. You know, the direction is It's up against some other heavy hitters. I've heard a lot of good things uh, from about Elemental. Um, apparently there's people saying that it's really incredible and it's Pixar. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't even want to see that movie. Yeah. I don't even care about it. It looks, <laughs> it looks exactly like so many other yeah, recent Pixar out. movies. Yeah. 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 I just, mm, yeah. so the, uh, yeah, you gotta go, you gotta go see this. It is, um, me and the boys going um should we stay because it finishes is there any end credits there is a mid credit kind of right um but nothing 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 after that nothing that bears in the story (laughs) not really no i mean it's more of that um there's just something but it's not it's it yeah but but we did wait till the very end and like you know the credits stop the sony logo comes up again and then the screen went black and we were like like, oh "Oh." (laughs) yeah Mm, bummer so but mid credits there's something yes and i think it's pretty early on right um but yeah cool yeah i can't wait to see that with my boys nice yeah a lot of um well keeping to the superhero genre Mm-hmm. Um, on Monday, this Monday, so you were listening to this earliest on Sunday, the Monday from that, uh, in the UK at least, we get a 4K release of uh, Shazam, uh, Fear of the Gods. Ooh. The, I love the coloring of the poster, uh, of the artwork of the sleeve. It's got that 100-year celebrating every story Warner Brothers thing, so that's quite unique to it on the 4K. And the box is actually uh, black, is quite nice i like the the black hd 4k thing yes it's quite shiny yes. and then obviously you get all it's they've got a little slip for uh blue beetle, blue, blue, blue beetle there <laughs> which i'm very excited nice. about and you got your blu-ray and your 4k discs in inside that um nice. i don't know why they keep doing this but all the special features are on the blu-ray not the 4k so you watch the 4k and then you're going to swap over to the blu-ray for the special features maybe because the 4k takes up so much space of the disc yeah maybe possibly why but the special features oh my gosh if you were like okay with the film and you're like well why do i need to own this the special features have of course it's got the commentary with the director uh, Mm. on the whole film and that is worth watching but it's got over what was it 30 minutes of deleted scenes and some of them are really worth watching some of them are like you, you know those like why wasn't that in there yeah yeah, there's, oh. a, there's a bunch of those. And there's mythology of uh, sisterhood of villains, Shazam's mm. scene destruction. Uh, in Yeah, there's so much that like goes into the special features, which is often why I want to get the physical releases because I miss, you know, I, way back when yeah. we used to watch those, you know, the making of on TV, they don't really do that mm-hmm. anymore. But mm-hmm. if you can get yourself the physical media, then you can get um, the special features. I did watch it again. 
uh, I watched it with Kirsten and she'd never seen it before. Mm. It was interesting to see which part she was interested in because she's not really a superhero. She's, you know, that's not her type of genre, but there yeah. are moments when she visibly gasped or made noises. Uh, there are two deaths in this film um, that took her by surprise and she was like, well, mm. that's dark. And then she, the second one, she was like, no. So you could see that, you know, she was connected with it. For me, second time watching it, I noticed that I, the first time I watched it, I thought, the the story at the beginning i really liked and when we got to the action it was great but i, I think i preferred the connectivity of the family the second mm. time watching i was like yeah this is dragony but get me to that action sequence uh, oh so when we get to the dragon uh, i love yeah. the creation the, the the creation of the dragon is amazing the mythological creatures look fantastic in 4k and of course uh the unicorns and uh <laughs> the skittles are probably my favorite favorite bit in, in all of cinema history <laughs> this is so good <laughs> where we stop down for a commercial in the middle of a oh, movie but i love that i think it works man i, I love the fact that the this evil entity is somehow tamed by skittles <laughs> yeah, well, it's, well uh, and it's a great take on unicorns right oh yeah absolutely so, very different to what you normally have the dragon fight i thought was excellent it looked brilliant and it's like an anime fight really at the the end mm -hmm. i don't know what more you could want as a fantasy dude you know with massive dragon huge beam of magic boo lightning and uh then a real geeky ending with a special person that arrives to kind of save the day yeah. and uh, i love the fact that when shazam sees the person that has saved the day he takes a shot <laughs> even though you know and you would wouldn't you you'd be like i might as well you're here <laughs> yeah and all the dudes are like they're tapping on the back like well played you you, you went for it dude <laughs> so yeah there's that nice oh. that's fun yeah i yeah I've, i haven't rewatched it yet but i it was okay you know what i mean like i enjoyed i enjoyed the experience and mm. so chris what's next on your list uh well this this ended the full run of the series this week of Ted Lasso. Now, I know <laughs> I talked about the penultimate episode last I know, week. You, just, but you seem to really love this series. I mean, get over it already. Dude, there were tears. <laughs> were they actually? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. This such a good ending. And I loved that it didn't feel rushed. Mm. I like it's a it's a proper long uh, episode and there there's actually a football match that takes place also in it so we get to see minutes and minutes of, of football playing um, and for americans that's soccer yeah, <laughs> true yes <laughs> but it's it so it's actual the play character. that's that is weird because yeah. normally it's just like try out and we see like the a goal or something and then that'll be the drama yeah yeah no and this is what it it it's necessary because okay. it it wraps up or gives nods to certain characters mm. there are redemption arcs mm -hmm. in this it gives you yeah completion to other character story arcs i mean it's so in that game a lot happens there i mean that's that's what's crazy the all throughout this episode there is 
this tension this this there's a sadness to it because at the end of the episode before ted has been he's been sad he wants to go home he misses his son and it ends with boss i you know and it just goes to black and you're like Whoa. and <laughs> we know at least we think we know what he's going to say and now we get to see the ramifications of that and mm-hmm. how everybody reacts and it is it's incredibly touching um th- there's still a ton of humor spread throughout this so don't i mean i don't want you to think you know when i say that there were tears <laughs> these were tears of of happiness um it was just a connection i mean such an emotional journey within mm. the show we get characters who we haven't seen for quite a while that while they're not integral they're not having conversations they're not doing big things mm. but we get to see them in the context of the story still like so they haven't been forgotten and that's what it it just feels good to see that because then you know oh yep see that that works this works um the opening scene to the to the episode my jaw dropped i was like okay that's interesting and 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 then it and then it continues from there which was which was great but it uh yeah i mean i you mentioned to me that you know you'd heard like you know people not liking not enjoying this season um and this finale for me i mean this season has just gotten better and better and better Um, Mm -hmm. it had felt at times like maybe an episode was wandering off someplace like i didn't understand you know or it felt like they were introducing storylines just out of the blue and for the the final season that doesn't make any sense because you don't add to the story you know i mean let's let's get ourselves towards finishing these up but they do they finish them and they they have completion arcs from way back in the first couple of episodes that we get to see and that's all speaking to the character growth and the character progression which is what we've you know we watched with with ted uh you know he he comes in as this guy who knows nothing about the sport now he's ending the season knowing a little bit about this but also has helped influence lives along the way and changed his own you know he's he's dealt with the the crippling anxiety that he has had and you know and that's not totally gone necessarily but it's it's so knows how to deal with it yeah Mm. yeah he's got the yeah he's got the tools and you just you feel hopeful at the end uh there's That's been good. discussion on will there be a spin-off yeah you know, they're would there talking be about there's some spin-offs aren't they uh, yeah and and it, it does there is a way that they could do this and make the story kind of unique okay um it, that it wouldn't be i mean it would still be following the characters and everything because there's something that's established at the very end mm. that you know you could do this would it have the same magic though i don't know i just don't know that without ted lasso that it's 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 almost taking that culture and that person's ability to make you feel good about yourself and put him Mm -hmm. in a situation that's dark and change that unless you have that that was like the magic so unless you have that unless you're taking sorry 
as you're taking those that he's influenced and change and then they can then go into it. But I also think, I know, I don't know what you think about it, but I also think it's like partly his accent and the way he speaks. So mm-hmm. there's um, there's like American culture that yeah. meets British culture. And often that works, that clash, it does add, uh, add an extra level of stuff rather than it just being straight American, straight British. You have that connectivity that way, a, a mix that kind of melts rather than bashing heads. Well, at first it's probably bashing heads, but now <laughs> it melts. And you, you have some magic. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the the, the thing that would worry me is that Te- the character of Ted Lasso brings a pureness, mm-hmm. you know, to, to the show yeah. where you can then have all of these other characters who who can be grumpy and Ted got grumpy at times too, but, but yeah. more so, I mean, he was just that, he was like that straight, just that positivity type of thing where you had everybody else then around him mm. who would be sarcastic, snarky, funny, you know, dramatic, whatever. And he could play off of that. Um, but he brought a, a huge balance to it. Mm. And I think without him, you still have all of these other characters who are funny, who are sarcastic, you know, who are dramatic, all of that. But does it work in a larger context without that that binding thing in the middle. Mm. Guess we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, we will. But it finished well. I I loved it. I thought it finished very strong and yeah, like the perfect way to end in end a season or mm. a well, season episode series, you know, you go out the way you want to, telling the story that you want to and for me I was I was completely satisfied. So nice yeah Yeah. okay what's next for you so i watched a horror this week which i was so disappointed with or confused with that i needed to watch something that i hadn't seen something new and fresh but restore my faith in the genre basically okay so last night while i'm in bed got my earphones in it's like 12 o'clock i start watching a film which is probably a bad idea the thing is i thought i'm just gonna get tired and i'll sleep and i'll finish it up tomorrow but i was like hooked i was like from the beginning i was like dude and then i was just like hooked but also (laughs) you know it's it's, really it's black at night you know everybody's gone to bed it's just me and my screen (laughs) You've seen this and you've been telling me to watch this for years. Well, for a while mm. since we've known each other. I finally got around to it. It's a British film that came out in 2017. It's called The Ritual. <gasps> and dude, I am so <laughs> impressed with this film. It immediately goes up to like my top 10 favorite, especially when it comes to, um, what do you call it? Uh, folk horror. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be that. But you go from intense opening, really dark opening that I wasn't expecting to the repercussions of that being the story that makes them go for this hike, this walk, find themselves in some woods. And then, you know, and it has it, it has flavors of other films in there, like a bit of the Blair Witch with the markings on the trees. Mm-hmm. And then you're thinking about the old kind of ants guards, all the Aldrich <laughs> horrors. 
um creature feature and then a bit of uh, the uh, the wicker man definitely the wicker man is in there as well and you put all that together and you just add a psychosis to it as well and you're just on a ride so that by, by the time i got to the end i was just like that was great that's a really good film i wasn't expecting it to be nearly as good as it was or for me because it's 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 scary but it's it's a really enjoyable ride mm-hmm. and that's what i liked most about it it wasn't like this is terrifying there were moments of just like you see you think you've seen a creature that moves and then it just it's kind of gone and you're like was there why is the music telling me something and you and you you kind of leaning forward but back at the same time doing your own contra zoom and then the guy he was like what is that and then you do see something move and you're like, oh crap what is that <laughs> playing on the less is more um yeah i mean did you like this as much as me and when's when's the last time you saw this uh the last time i saw it is when it came out okay. and i absolutely loved it Okay, the the imagery that is created is phenomenal. And we get to the end, and that is just a, a culmination of everything. Like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do, I have been chomping at the bit to rewatch it because I just read the book. Oh, my gosh. Um, and how is the book? The book is, uh, it's a little different. Mm. So the impetus for why they go on the hike in the movie, mm. that doesn't exist. Oh, interesting. Okay. They're just on holiday. Right. Um which doesn't really affect the story at all. Uh, I think for for visual impact within the movie, you need kind of that because it... it yeah, I really like that because there's a weight to the, the, the friends almost blaming the one character. There's, there's a weight to that that I felt while watching it going, oh, I see. So now he's got something to prove almost. That you still get some of that within the, the original story. Okay. Um, it's just different. Mm. So it's you still have a lot of the character dynamics mm. and that conflict that's there. And the ending is also different to a degree. What? Really? But, okay. But still <laughs> similar also. Mm. So it's, um, I mean, they've changed some things, but not in a way that is a detriment to either mm. and it makes me i mean after reading it because i just i just finished it like a month ago yeah uh i want to rewatch it again because like and that was also the thing that it was it was very enjoyable for me to read the book mm. because there had been that time separation from right. when i saw it yeah you know fair. so i could kind of remember certain things but i couldn't remember all of the details mm. and now you know going into the movie i'll be able to go oh, okay well that okay yeah that was different but I, you know, I, I've enjoyed both immensely. Mm. Um, I'm so glad you liked this. Uh, it was was so it on good. Netflix for you? Um, no, it wasn't Shudder. Mm, uh, Shudder UK. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because in the US, it was billed as a Netflix original. Yeah, it's not. It's um, not here. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Well, so they they bought that. And <laughs> I'm glad you got to see it, though. That is dude. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, the creature creation is incredible. The atmosphere building is so good. The acting is great. Like you believe their fear. There is a unique technique used in the horror that I really liked. There's you're not sure they not sure what's real, uh, mm. and it plays on you like oh so what's causing that? Who's causing that? And it uses that like messing with their mind, but you're not sure what's happening in the real life while they're being messed with. I really like that. That really helped add like the, to the atmosphere. I thought it was clever. It's great. 
Yay. Yay. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So what's, what's next on your list? Um, I watched a French series yesterday that um, came out on Netflix. Um, it, it, the series, I guess, had come out in 2022 on mm. French television. Uh, Netflix bought the rights to at least distribute it in the U.S. I don't know if it's out in the U.K., if it's everywhere or not, but it's called Vortex. Yeah, it's on Netflix, but it's not billed as a Netflix um, original. Just oh, on, on okay. There. Yeah. Okay. Um, this. Well, I recently watched a movie from 2018 that dealt with kind of time travel ish. Mm. You know, um, called Mirage. Oh, and yes. That was a Spanish movie. A lot of people enjoyed that. Dude, it was it was a, like so good. Mm. Well, this kind of plays with that also, but this goes much more uh, butterfly effect. Oh, okay. Route. Yeah. It is a six-episode series, each of them about an hour long. Hmm. Um, the They introduce, it takes place in, it starts out in 1998, and hmm. then we're in 2025. Okay. So the majority of what's going on is in 2025, but we get to see events in 1998. Right. And the, <laughs> it's done brilliantly in the the premise is this guy's wife dies he's a cop yeah and in 1998 in 2025 they now have vr technology that they utilize to investigate uh crimes yeah that's believable yeah yeah i mean yeah so you know you recreate things we have vr now and everything Mm -hmm. else i mean this is stepped up from what we have right now yeah of course yeah you you go with it and it works uh well while he's Rewatching the scene and investigating um, in this VR space, mm. he sees his wife walk through. That's weird. <laughs> yes, and so this is where the vortex comes in. There's uh, a time space shift rift, in something VR? like that. Yeah, they can. Well, yeah, he can only see her in that VR space because oh. he's on the beach. But it's so there's they're both on the same date, oh. um, but but 27 years apart. When? And they're they're be they're before she dies in her time in 1998. Oh wow! So like two weeks before or something like that. Right. Okay. They're gonna try um, to prevent her death. Well, but see, here's the thing. Yes, but the butterfly effect. He. So it's 27 so it's 20 years later. Yeah, there are there's a gap of 27 years. So in that time, the the police guy, the the husband has his daughter their daughter from Mm. the marriage she's now 27 years old (laughs) because she was an infant when when they died he has remarried and now he has a young son so if he can save his wife oh no past then all of that goes away yeah exists yeah and we while at the very beginning of the show we don't know much about the wife at all right over the course of the episodes though we get to know a ton about her and we get invested in her oh no and so now there's these these massive moral dilemmas that are raised (laughs) and and we get to see i love that we get to see she does make some changes in the past and what it affects in his present interesting and and then you got to go well crap can she fix that 
how can she fix that? Because that time is now gone. You know what I mean? She's done something. Because isn't the, the actual term is she's not fixing it. She's just creating a new timeline. You, Every time she changes something, that's a new timeline. You, but no, they don't, they don't, this is, there's one time. Do that. That's oh, okay, all there fine. is. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's linear. So you don't have to worry about the whole multiverse, multiverse. effect type of thing. Yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> it's very linear okay. in this. So you do something like back to the future. Yeah. The, you know, the, the ripple that, effect is you, you touch one thing and then that causes it, an earthquake. That's exactly it. Yeah. And so, but when she, you know, she'll interact with somebody and it makes a change in the, in his present. Mm. Well, that moment has now gone for her because she's moving forward in the same amount of time that he is. You know right. what I mean? So when it's the next day for him, it's the next day for her and she's getting closer to her death. And so you're like, oh, can you fix the What's go? Oh my gosh. The drama is really high, but I was sucked in. I mean, it was just, I couldn't stop binging. I mean, it was, uh, you like the characters there's also a murder mystery that's going on within this mm. so it's so not only is you are you trying to figure out should he save her what happened to her because maybe something happened to her maybe it wasn't an accident we don't know mm. um and <laughs> it it's very complex <laughs> but it is very easy to follow it's not it's not like you need spreadsheets like dark for a little while or anything like that. It is, it, it, you watch it play out and because it's linear, it makes sense. But all of that time is this, what happens if she succeeds and doesn't die? Mm. What does that do? And how, you know, and <sighs> it's emotional and it's, it's gripping. So you watch this in one, one sitting? Absolutely. Wow. Yes. I, yeah, because I had started a, a different show on Friday and Thursday night, mm. well, Friday morning at midnight, and I just wasn't feeling it. Mm. And so I, when we got up on Friday, I decided, well, I'll do this. And do this one instead. And then you were hooked. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I wondered whether to even give this go. So um, that's another one. So Mirage and Vortex. Okay. Those are going on my list. Nice. <laughs> uh, okay, so this next one, I haven't seen the whole series, so I'm just going to talk about the first episode. It actually releases on June the 9th, uh, but the embargo is lifted. It's an Apple original series called The Crowded Room, starring Tom Holland. It's a 10-episode limited series. It's set in New York City, 1979. Um, dude, I think, just from the first episode, I think Tom Holland's going to win a bunch of awards like acting really? ability so different in this like i don't i don't see spider-man at all which is great that's what i was worried about because he can't he can come across really young even in some of the other films he's done like uncharted um i was thinking about the, the supernatural movie not supernatural movie uh, fantasy movie he did based on the book um he, he came across again very young mm. um the only other one I, i've seen him do that he's been quite different as with the netflix Western? Well, the devil. Yeah, that one. The, it was, the devil it was you know or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. Uh, but still Tom Hollandish. This one just feels like a completely different character that is, is embodied. His hairstyle helps with that. Um, mm. My son making a noise. Okay. Uh, <laughs> his hairstyle helps with that. It's such a weird story. <laughs> like me trying to explain what the hell is going on 
I don't think you're meant to know anything what the hell is going on within the first okay. episode. It, basically, you start, I think he's gone to college. He's staying with, he's ended up with a bunch of people in like a another dorm, not quite where he started out at, just like across the road. He meets Amanda Sinkfried, which is another one, one of the, the actors, actresses mm. in this. And they are part of a group that's on the fringe. <laughs> and without doing spoilers, he gets caught by the police for something and gets interviewed and he needs to answer a bunch of questions. What's the genre? How would <laughs> you classify a, it's a, that? It's a captivating thriller told through okay. a series of interviews with curious interrogator, Araya Goldwyn, who's uh, Amanda Siegfried. Danny's oh, life okay. story unfolds, revealing elements of the mysterious past that shaped him and the twists and turns that will lead him to a life-altering revelation. Ooh. So this, there, even in episode one, there's, there's things that they've said to preserve the, the audience viewing experience. We kind of request that you do not reveal uh, yeah, yeah. pivotal things. So that, like, even in the first episode, there are things in there that, like, I could say that will help you understand what this is, but it would oh, be a yeah. bit... Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm glad you've been very vague and, and very, like, surface level for that. Thank you. That's that's good, yeah, because I don't have screeners for this. I'm really, I've been looking forward to it, but I, I have purposely stayed away from trailers because mm. I don't know what it is. Mm. Um, do you get the sense that this could be kind of like Blackbird yes. in the way that... Yeah, 100%. Okay, like the drama. In the, in the, in the, the, in the drama <laughs> of it, the way it's kind of unfolding and being put together. I don't think it's about a serial killer, but it could be... Like, even from the interviews and the stuff that they asked him, like, they, there's just so much going on that all the questions you were asking yourself in your head while you're watching this. You're, and we were like, what the hell is it? It's riveting. And you're like, but what? But who's the good guy? Like, is he the good guy? Nice. Are we rooting for him? It's very mysterious. So, But production quality is fantastic and the acting is really good. So just kind of like a, a flag. I put this on your watch list. Outstanding. That's so good. Okay, yeah need to watch it mm -hmm. do you uh do you have any others oh uh, yeah are you are you done for the day um i'm <laughs> yeah i think so yeah okay um the next <laughs> thing i'm going to talk about is an incredible series okay uh, probably the best one i've seen this year to be honest it's called fake profile uh and it's basically dude <laughs> i watched the whole thing i saw the whole thing you did it oh no you're I, lying no, you no. watched it? You watched no, all 10 I watched episodes. the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, I started on Wednesday and I finished on Thursday. And I got to tell you, this could be done in about an ap episode and a half. <laughs> there, There is the proper melodramatic soap opera reveal at the end. <sighs> and you, like, did and you see my like review this, for this one? Oh, yes, I did. I totally did. I was like, oh, my gosh, dude. This is the softcore porn um Dude. and it's just it's it's so unnecessary this thing I mean, we don't need it like it, it, it yeah like you said the story yeah. is I, well there really isn't a story except for the drama that they they purposely put themselves into there there is there is there's one character who's redeeming in this there's <laughs> one character the um the cab driver the driver that she hires when she gets to Columbia. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Him. 
He's the only. He's the, he's only, the only one. one he's yeah, the only I mean, one who's redeemable in this, and he's treated like crap. And yeah. so the. Yeah, that's not you what I was talking about. Right? I was. I'm joking. Of course, I'm joking. <laughs> I just. I want my life back, and I don't know why. You kind of get hooked into it. Yes. In the stupidest way, like this is so soap. But also, these oh. sex scenes are stupid. They're not even sexy. They're just like, what is this? And then yeah. <laughs> there's acting that is so soapy that neighbors or or <laughs> days of our lives would be jealous of. Like the most, I would say pretty, but like the most airbrushed, spray tanned looking people in the most CGI oh. backgrounds. Perfect. Yeah, everybody's mis- perfect. Yeah. Right. You, how do you relate to any of that? You don't. Uh, yeah. That's the. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, that, that is garbage. not what I was talking garbage. about. I just wanted to, I wanted to kind of jokingly bring that up because it, it's, it's, <sighs> it's like the next. It's three six five in a series, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't. I luckily I have not seen any of those. So yeah, I'm, you should totally get on that. You're missing out. Yeah, I'm not going to. No, <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, anyway, what were you really going to talk about? <laughs> what I'm actually talking about is a series that is a Japanese original Netflix series called The Days. It's eight episodes long. Um, I'll get the negatives out the way. It could have been six easily. It probably could have been five. They stretch out the story. I don't know why Netflix does this. This seems to happen a lot with their series. I think if they st- stuck to their formula, which they sometimes do, you know, that six... Mm-hmm. Um, seems to be a, a good standard for being yeah. able to first couple of episodes, create the world, couple of middle story, building up back characters and story last couple of two. That that That's a really good formula. This one, it stretches out a lot of the politics that happens, but, and a big caveat, but the Fukushima storyline of days of the nuclear power plant that explodes and the reason why they showcase that right at the beginning of episode one like holy crap they just they bring it to you and it's harrowing like it's 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 dark and depressing it goes from here's an earthquake that's going to shut down we don't know what to do with this but we have some folders and formulas that we routines that we've got to follow through in our safety procedures i mean if you work in a you work in a like a hospital area you know like there's all these safety procedures procedures that mm-hmm. you've got to throw everybody's got to go there you got to do you got to do that you can imagine how much more intense it is for a nuclear power plant right but then you have a tsunami that wipes pretty much everything out and puts you underwater. They have no procedures for this. And so what it is, is, is a story of the people that stay, that decide to stay, to close off the nuclear power plant bits, to stop the rest of everything being wiped out by one, a nuclear ex- explosion, and then by all the radiation. And then it's the politics of people trying not to be put in blame for this big kerfuffle, not understanding that Mother Nature is not something you can plan for. Uh, If it happens, it happens, and then you have to deal with the consequence. So they're pointing at everybody, especially the the, the team leaders are trying to deal with what's going on. That's the last thing they need to be dealing with. They need to be concentrating. The story for me shines when you see the team leader of the actual... Uh, guys on site it's the 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 mixture of the claustrophobia and and as i mentioned in my review it's a very different claustrophobia it's not it's similar i guess to what you get in space you know, you're having your spacesuit but you're aware of impending doom just outside like one thing goes wrong you're dead here radiation is your impending doom it's there constant 
always and then you have your geiger meters like a personal geiger meters on you in different colors and when it makes that beeping sound and turns black you're, you're basically effed right mm. um and then you make the decision well i've got to stay anyway because what i'm doing is going to save thousands if not hundreds of thousands so what's my life in the grand scheme of things they showcase the, the heroics and it's based all on true stories so they've gathered as yeah. much as they can uh, and it also feels quite documentary like in places so it really feels like it's real uh so you're getting that emotional what, what i guess would have been similar to what they would have been feeling at the time what was going on I, I i put a caveat at the beginning of my review saying if you know anybody or you yourself has experienced uh, a catastrophe of something caused by earthquakes and stuff this might be like too hard for you to watch because it's very real and thankfully i already had one person saying thanks in the comments below because they did uh and they're like yeah i'm not sure <laughs> i'm ready for that yeah apart from it being really long the tooth the acting is fantastic you feel for the characters that you follow in those hazmat suits doing the things they need to do when one thing goes wrong they fix it and once they fix it 10 other things things go wrong you know it's just an escalation of they they putting patches on a broken machine yeah. already. You know that's you've you've taken a, a a balloon and you've spiked holes in all of it, and that's one plaster. And because they've put pressure somewhere else, everything else is spiking. That's what this nuclear like silo. So they fix one bit, and then ten other things things go wrong. They're always trying to cool it. Uh, I love the way they show how they thought outside of the box of how they go about doing that. And so it's kind of an adventure ride that's tense all the time, but it's an adventure that you love watching from the safety of your seat at home. <laughs> um, it's not like an adventure you would actually ever want to experience. Like mm. Lord of the Rings, sign me up. I'll, I'll go kill some orcs and go visit some ants. But radiation, I find actually very scary because it's a real world issue yeah. that most places, most continents have these things. And one of them is not looked after if we get because of climate change and everything, we get an earthquake. That's a very real issue. <laughs> so uh, have you managed to watch any of this yet, Chris? I watched the, a little bit of the first episode, but I wasn't in an area like in a, in a spot where I could focus. So I had to mm. turn it off. Yeah. But I, um, I was really impressed with just the, the the procedural strictness and regiment that all of the uh, all of the workers within the um the reactor mm. follow you know following the earthquake mm. um it was it was just cool to see how they function as a team because you have somebody giving an order that person doing it repeating it mm. before they do it duplicate it the, and then you hear it back and then they say it and you're like yeah of course you'd have to have things like that in place yeah, because it's all of this confirmation mm. so that everybody is following exactly how it is and you mm. it helps to prevent chaos mm. even though like it's like holy crap we've got to rush this is you know this is quick and everything but we know that when you rush too much mm. more mistakes happen than anything and so it's better to just go a little slower mm. do it correctly the first time and so yeah i'm i'm really glad to hear that it's that it's good um, it is good it is long did you about the time that yeah i'm that's a bummer mm. um but you know knowing that then then that prepares me yeah i think to set up that expectation did you see the hbo hbo series um i did chernobyl chernobyl yeah yeah how do these compare mm, that's a good it's a good point um 
both equally tense in different ways this leads mm. more into the politics i think okay it's okay. half and half yeah so yeah chernobyl was excellent i mean it was brilliant but this is fukushima so they're, they're different similar stories but obviously different um uh, <laughs> there was one bit that scared me that's relevant to today still because they're still dealing with fukushima's radiation the mm. intensity they were talking about the bars of radiation that you get oh yeah and the level is so astronomically high that even when they send drones in they immediately break uh, like robots can't handle the radiation it's mm. ridiculous so they have the equipment now to be able to move the, the the some of the rocks and the cement that is so radiated like it's so so high like i have my math in my brain they, they could just couldn't equate what they were actually saying and then they said but that doesn't help because we don't know where to store it that, well that was going to be my question what do you do with it yeah exactly i mean do you the, do you put it on a ship and send it out to the sun well that would be one thing we could do i don't know how that would affect the sun all right i would think it would burn up before it got to the sun i would hope so yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so yeah Wow. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. One quick thing before uh, we wrap up, as you don't have anything more uh, to speak about. This is a selfish one for you. You need to watch this. And I'm surprised you haven't done a review for this yet, Chris. Disappointed okay. because I wanted to talk to you about it. You were talking mm. about it last week, and I said I had screeners for it, but I missed them. They, they went out. They, they were like timed out, so I had to just watch them as they dropped on Amazon this week. There's an Australian comedy detective series called Deadlock. Deadlock. Um, so I've seen the first three episodes, and my gosh, I've been laughing my head off while watching this. Like, absolutely barely laughing, in between sniggering of things that I was like, what is going on? So we have a detective, or we have a cop that used to be a detective that is no longer wanting to do detective work because of something that's happened in her past. Then the body drops in the small town of 2000 people and she gets allocated a proper detective, supposedly from another town to come and help her deal with this. This other detective who is female as well, um, looks like she belongs in Hawaii. She, she wears like shorts and like a Hawaiian t-shirt and they clash like something crazy. They just have different ways of dealing with a, a body or, even doing detective work and the police in the police force seem like some of the dumbest cops you're likely to ever come across i don't know how they police officers but how they get things done but in a small town that's probably why everybody knows everything and you somehow got this job through the mayor's friend and it's that sort of town it's the dialogue that makes this show work it's so dry so dark in places with its humor it's the IMDb synopsis for this is, is wrong because it says it's a feminist comedy. And I hate I hate it when they, they write it like that, like it's trying to say something. Okay, there is a, a lesbian couple here and there's a, a lesbian song, but it's more like they're making fun. You're making fun with the feminism rather than at. Uh, and mm -hmm. I don't think it's, it's like this will appeal to feminists. I just think it has that writing about it. Obviously, there's going to be some that are offended because people get offended by everything uh, yes. and for any reason. But for me, I, I I thought this was so good. Like, I I was not expecting it to be 
as darkly funny as it was so it's a mixture of that kind of new zealand australian british south african dry humor um stuff that you shouldn't be laughing at but you do end up laughing at i saw the first episode okay fine you didn't uh, like this it. was good this was gonna be on the worst thing i watched this no week. chris what are you doing to me dude dude i it was painful for me oh, to get no. through that first episode we my wife and i both were like is this still gonna it, what is this still going on <laughs> is this we, we actually were like is this yeah. the first episode still yeah We're like yeah and oh, like, it's still can we going watch something on, else on. after this so you didn't Dude, like it at I, all <clears throat> oh, i no. did not laugh um i no i wonder found, you were sitting there with a straight face what is ruben talking about <laughs> yeah no i mean i every bit of this was so forced to me oh like gosh. they were just trying to be funny and every bit of it i was like "Ooh, stop that's just, so weird i thought you would have loved this humor i well and i almost watched this on thursday night right um and but i was like there's only three episodes right now and it's weekly so i don't mm. i would rather watch a series that's all out because then i could you know at least give a full review on that and stuff mm. and so i didn't but yeah we watched we watched episode one last night and i had to stay <laughs> up an extra hour to watch something else because i needed to cleanse my palate <laughs> from this yeah. it was oh my gosh so you really and i was looking forward this. to this too that was yeah. the thing I was, yeah, I, I know. Like, yeah, I, I remember, that's why I, th I expected to see a, a review to drop from you, and I just like that's so weird. All right, then, cool. Yeah, no, I. Uh, so I, yeah, I, you, I, you guys didn't like this at all. I cannot continue this at all. I mean, oh, I no. thought it, it should have worked too. I mean, because you have the straight laced uh, detective who is surrounded by morons, or former detective, and then you have this reject really who you know does her own thing to the beat of her <laughs> own love drum to hate. And, yeah and you, you but ah uh, just no no okay. every uh yeah so cool. i'm glad you enjoyed it and i'm glad uh, yeah. that you you yeah. you have found something that but is, I'm sad is fun for you I'm, i thought you would have liked that yeah I no know. i thought i was gonna like it too and i mm. just i wanted to gouge my eyes out um <laughs> well in that yeah. case you should definitely watch um what we were talking about earlier because oh wait you have you watched the whole thing never mind <laughs> oh yeah i watched the whole thing the yeah fake this, profile. this yeah. was that was bad but you know completely different way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right oh, okay well oh, hey I'm, see we can still disagree and ha and be best of friends so it's know. all good uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we thank you for joining us this far along uh coming up in this portion the exclusive audio portion of the podcast we're going to be talking about a movie both of us had never seen before called raw which that's going to be an interesting discussion we'll also hit upon uh some of the things that did not bubble up to our best of we will tackle the things that are coming up this week and some bits of entertainment news some housekeeping though uh don't forget we have a patreon patreon.com slash the bearded ones just a pound a month uh you get access to over 40 videos so far and the most recent one being where we drunk drank drink and watched kung fury a terrible and awesome uh 30 minute movie f that looks like it came straight out of the 80s and it is wonderful and bad uh <laughs> 
so you can check that out there uh don't forget to like share subscribe uh ruben with the ruby tuesday over on youtube uh me chris movies and munchies also over on youtube uh and as you listen to this uh podcast if you have not done so already on whichever platform you happen to be listening please rate and review us that would help out the show greatly now though ruben let's talk about raw okay french horror ish movie yeah, I ended up paying for this movie because I thought it was free on Amazon, but it wasn't. And that makes oh, no. me even more upset. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it kind of gives you an idea of where I'm going with this. So from the director of Titan or Titan E, it's Titan E. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it either. I yeah. would much rather watch Titan E a number of times than ever watch Raw again. Uh, the director has also directed a couple of episodes of Servant. Mm-hmm. which I thought you might find interesting. I, I did when um, I looked her up on IMDb. I was like, really? So mm. I, I knew what this film was because of the description and the poster. Yeah. But I was really excited to watch it because of how everybody I've spoken to ever that has ever seen this movie rates this as one of the best films ever made. Like, it's just spoken of in such high regards or in the circles. I, I'm like, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. So... What did you think, Chris? I, uh, I would not agree with one of the best films ever made. Um, uh, one of the grossest. There are a couple of scenes that, the, yeah. The, the premise, just in case anybody doesn't know, mm-hmm. is this girl who is raised vegetarian uh, by her family goes to attend a veterinary school where her older sister goes. And once there, this girl develops an insatiable need to eat uh meat f- meat yeah. yeah that's yeah um i i called it i knew before there was the reveal at the end uh well before that i realized why or yeah. why she was doing you know Kirsten called it annoyingly at the beginning of the movie as soon as she saw the girl eat because at the beginning of the movie, they show their parents, yeah. and the, the mom goes, mm. I can't believe Kirsten called it then. And I was like, yeah. what, really? And yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, luckily, it's not a huge mystery type of thing, but it, it clues you in way too early like that, if that's, mm-hmm. if you know, if you're able to pick that out. Um, the visuals are disgusting. Um, it's a sick movie. It has yeah, a sick th- feeling to it, not just visually, but oh, aesthetically. Yeah, yeah, no, musically it all makes you feel uneasy it is ominous and dark throughout the whole thing Mm -hmm. um and the there's a scene where the main character is she was talking with somebody and she had been chewing on her hair and then immediately after that she starts choking and gagging oh my gosh yeah it it takes a lot for me to kind of get really grossed out, but mm. that scene was so visceral, yeah, and long, yeah. It <laughs> made me feel sick. The person who struggles with emetophobia anyway, um, mm. that was like a no no. I, I was like, dude, if wow, how did she do that? That looks so real, so real, and it's going on. Also, and stop on. eating your hair. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, it was mm, 
gross. Um, I I liked the the psychosis, I guess, that's going on within this um, as we watch her really struggle with, you, you know, that giving in to her inhibitions of what she's feeling, sort of thing. Yeah, and then feeling guilty for it and mm. and horrified over it, but mm. also not being able to stop like it becoming a like an instant addiction yeah almost like um, animal like yeah 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 mm. and it, it's there there is a messed up family dynamic though also oh, yeah yeah like there's a video that's shown that with the sister both yeah. sisters yeah. and you're like why in the club why yeah why would you do yeah that? why are you so antagonistic like that why are you doing that um i i, I will never watch this again I won't watch it again. I'm I'm also confused. I think it actually has a lull in the middle, so it wasn't as in, in intense and brilliantly mm. paced as everybody had said it was. I was just like, okay, you need to get to the end now because I understand what you're doing and you're taking a while to get there now. So if you if there isn't actually any more fleshing out of the backgrounds of the origin of this now, then you're just stretching out your story, which is what it, it felt like to me. I think the acting was good. Yeah, I think I think the two sisters played their part well. I think the roommate uh, he he was an interesting character, uh, <laughs> but the the sickness of the movie is probably what is why people talk about this film. I was trying to I was thinking about what is it about this film that got people talking, and some of them thinking this is such a great film. It mm. must be because it has such a visceral nature to it that. It's spoken about, like when this came out, it would have been spoken about in the zeitgeist. Remember that scene with this bit, eating yeah. that thing, eating this thing, or how, you know, like you were talking about with the hair. Those sort of scenes always kind of stick in people's memories, it, and it becomes almost like a core memory for film. Mm. Okay, so then you're thinking, uh, Raw, oh yeah, that director of Titan, oh yeah, the, the, the eating bit and the hair bit. So you have those things flashing about, and then I'm thinking... Do they actually remember the movie though because yeah, not a lot yeah. actually happens and also what are you saying about veterinarian schools because as medically this is the worst school ever N never mind just the most unprofessional yeah. yeah but how dirty was everything it was just grim and grimy that's not it's meant to be sterile uh in in every way especially when dealing with medical equipment and it doesn't matter yep. that it's animals. Nope. It should be very, very clean, it, it, even more so, because animals carry different diseases and stuff. But in in every scene, I mean, I I guess that's purposeful for the aesthetic that they create, but it doesn't give you a, a good idea of what veterinary school. And this is meant, you see, it doesn't quite work, because this is with an elite veterinary school. To get into this one was really tough. The best of the best, yeah. And yet they're leaving the hazing that's going on, which just seems juvenile and stupid, and some of the hazing is terrible. Um, yeah. And well, I was thinking about... it goes about, on. Yeah, it goes on long. But I was thinking yeah. about, in today's day and age, we're a little bit more aware of people that have autism or special needs, and there's definitely going mm -hmm. to be a bunch of those who are somehow now just shoved into that mm. environment of what they're expected to do or forced to eat or wear yeah. or not wear okay. or be sexually promiscuous with. Like, dude. <laughs> so there were so many layers to this. I was just like, mm, I feel yucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I I have not seen Titane, Titani, whatever you want to Titan, however mm. that. Uh, but I did find it interesting because I just going down the rabbit hole as I was watching Raw. Mm. Um, so Garance Marie. Maybe, I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name or not. The one who plays Justine, our main character in Raw. Oh, yeah. She also plays a character named Justine in Titan. I didn't even recognize her. There's there's a, um, her sister in in the, um, in Raw is yeah. named Alexia. And in Titan, it looks like the main character is named Alexia. Huh. Then you have a um, a universe. See, I don't know because, but they don't seem to be related in Titan, at least going by IMDb. Mm. Um, But then like the roommate was Adrian or Adrian, maybe in, um, well, in Titan, you see there's a character named Adrian's mother. So I don't. Yeah, so I'm very curious. Do they have a tie or is it just, she just liked those names and you know continued on with them but yeah i don't know i mean that that's neither here nor there it doesn't really affect any of the story it just it it piques my interest a little bit in my curiosity of why See, i would, would much rather i found tight to tang whatever um mm-hmm. much more interesting you know it's messed up for sure um and it doesn't make any sense and it's fantasy because <clears throat> of what happens but it's two films in one you go from this voyeuristic mechanical love relationship that's just wrong in every way mm-hmm. and then you go to i guess what they would call a love a broken family relationship hmm. yeah and it's actually quite touching but weird it's so odd it makes me want to go watch it again just talking about it but <sighs> raw no i'd be interested to see what you thought about uh Tatane, actually I, you you've told me a little bit about it and, <laughs> and honestly it's not very high on my list <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to do it <laughs> yeah yeah it's not something that i that i think about with like ooh, that's good oh, yeah, i would that like sounds, to do that, that. Sounds, let's, let's watch that cannibal holocaust yeah let's go watch that <laughs> exactly yeah no 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 i'm good thank no, you no, no, no. okay <laughs> all right should we talk about uh what didn't make it onto our list this week yes yes are you, you going to be first? talking about deadlock? I'm again? not going to be. I'm not okay. going to be talking about deadlock. No. Okay, because no. <laughs> that'll just make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, th- this there's a film that came out on Amazon called uh, Medellin, M E D E L L I N, that has Mike Tyson in it. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. he plays a like special forces dude uh and these these two <laughs> i didn't think you were gonna say that <laughs> no but he doesn't do any he doesn't do any like he just has the weapons in the room and like kind of tells him what to do and uh, okay. he, he has, still has that quite high voice which is still comical to me <laughs> this yes. m- massive dude um it's basically did you see Mike Tyson in Hangover? Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. So it's it's like the Hangover heist action movie. If the if the Hangover if the Hangover guys, one of the guys that they go and try and find because they lose the guy in the roof, 
don't they, mm-hmm. from the, the hangover? If, yeah, yeah. Let's say that that guy got kidnapped by narcos, and then those friends had to go and rescue their friend from narcos. And so it's an escalation of events. So that's so I went into this going, yeah, I know it's a comedy, but it looks like it's taken it. It's going to be a little bit serious as well because of that theme. Sure. It's not at all. You th- you, it would be correct to think that you would be thinking more along the lines of Mr. Bean. It's that oh, kind wow. of humor. Now, both these main actors were in Asterix and Obelix, the, the live action one that just came recently. That was terrible. That was terrible. Also okay. a French film. That was, And this is a French film. So someone in the comments mentioned that these two main protagonists are actually famous comedians in France. Which is why, and I was like, oh, okay, this makes much more sense now. I, I kind of get what this film is. That's not to say I will ever watch this film again, <laughs> ever. Um, there are definitely some really cool shots, like action sequences. But mm. at no point did I find myself really enjoying it because I wasn't rooting for them because I found the characters really annoying and stupid. Their, huh. their stupidness, the story is their stupidness makes them end up where they get to and they just continue to do stupid things and so if you don't like the characters and there's nothing that's making you like root for them then you're just watching people be stupid and get themselves into stupid situations and just yeah yeah. so by the time i got to the end even though it was slapstick and and meant to be funny i was just like please let this end oh i dodged Mm -hmm. a bullet on Mm -hmm. that one then Mm -hmm. that's Okay, stay away from Medellin, Medellin, I don't even know how you pronounce it. But then it. again, you didn't like Deadlock, so maybe you love this. <laughs> okay. That was a low blow. It's a low blow, man. It's a low blow. <laughs> it's too soon, That was man. uncalled for. <laughs> oh, well, I have been um, catching up on this series Um the first season intrigued me and frustrated me all at once. Same with you, I believe. Um, it's the what was Epics now MGM Plus mm. series from. Oh, okay. I has it lost the plot? It, uh, well, there was. Did it ever have a plot? <laughs> I'm not sure. Is it actually it, lost, Chris? I don't. It, I think so. I don't know. There's, there's probably, there's, I think I'm still behind like one or two episodes, maybe one episode of where it's at in like for everybody. Right. But there have been episodes that literally were nothing. I mean, it wasn't even character building. So they're not moving the story forward at all. No, I get the sense so much that they have no idea where they're going. So, and Here's where the, this situation makes it even worse, because if they don't know where they're going, they're going to give us a little bit of story at the end, leave us on the cliffhanger. Because of the writer's strike, everything now that's coming out in the future is going to be delayed massively because they still mm-hmm. have to write the scripts and yep. then go back into production, get everybody back. So where things are a year to two years, we're looking at three to four to get those back, which means most of those get cancelled. And if you think back to Lost, yeah, Lost was going on in the middle of a writer strike, yeah, and we saw what that did. And to look that. what happened, yeah, yeah. And Lost, though, started out really, really good. It did. It was excellent. Those first two <laughs> yeah. seasons were great. 
yeah I, I would not say these first two seasons of from are great uh, i mean i, I like i, I like the first yeah it was hooked, i yeah. did it raises so many things but then it just adds to it it never answers anything yeah no it's like the polar bear why is there a polar bear in law there there was a zoo (laughs) but still anyway why is the smoke yeah i just it you know why (laughs) i'm 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 hopeful that this is going to take a turn Mm. and and maybe dive into something uh, because we have seen more of those uh, those freaky people in this season. Oh yeah, you know the ones that the freaks come out at night. Yeah, 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 yeah. So m- maybe they're going to go into that more heavily. I hope so. Because um, I watched the, the well, that was early on in the second season where the guy has been chained to the wall, and he's saying, he, and he's basically saying, "Don't be worried about those guys that are coming up. There's others." And I was like, "What? Why? Not to add more." yeah well yeah it yeah (laughs) so right now i am not impressed with from um okay i'm gonna continue to watch it because i'm hoping i i just i have this this maybe naive positivity Mm. that we're gonna get something that it's gonna that they know where they're going and we're going to begin to get some resolution but that does then make me depressed because, like you said, <laughs> we've got a writer strike going on, and then it will be delayed for who knows how long. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Should we get into go. entertainment news? Yes. I have very little. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'll start then. Okay. Avatar, the live-action Netflix movie. Um, we have a our first official look on June the 17th. At the Netflix Tadam in Brazil, so we can actually start seeing what it looks like. Uh, was this Airbender Avatar the Air, last Airbender? A- Avatar Airbender? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, the live action. So this is one that the fans are obviously very worried about. I know you like sure. the, the the life because you didn't. You have no recollection of ever seeing the animation yeah, or anything. No. Yeah. So that's fair. So uh, I'm going to be watching that to kind of give me. An idea of where they're at with it because there's mm. two that i'm really worried about that i'm close to that's over to the last airbender and one piece one piece so, yeah. Yeah. yeah and the and the the early reactions to one piece, to one were, piece weren't good yeah <laughs> not at all which is sad and shocking considering the amount of of resources that they have put but they into... reacted well to it because the the director then came out with a big letter and said mm. I love it as much as you do, and we're not going to release it until it's ready to go. So, oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that hey, that's that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, like listening, Sonic, they redesigned mm-hmm. him, and and it came yeah. out great. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your news? <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> so are you looking forward to seeing Barbie, the the movie? Uh, kind of. Okay. I I am. Um, I think, like I like Margot Robbie a lot, but I I'm really looking forward to Ryan Gosling in this, just because. Um, the so I'm intrigued, but I don't know what the story is going to be. Like, what's a Barbie movie? Like, it's weird. It's it, it, yeah. I think it becomes a self-aware or a um, like because Mattel is kind of the villain in this, the oh, evil corporation, which so is which is because from Mattel Gosling's. Is the one 
words, he was saying that Ken is always the underdog. No one, li- no one thinks about Ken. It's always Barbie. So he's got a story to tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love in the at the very end of the Barbie trailer where he's like in a hospital and he's like, um, I, I'm going to be a doctor or I'll go check him out. And she goes, you can't. And, you know, he's back and forth. Cookie pin? No. Okay. <laughs> and he goes on anyway, just like completely ignoring every bit of it. And, um, you know, and then playing also on the, the misogynistic tropes of, you know, no female doctors. And, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a man, so I can be, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, so why? But. The point of that is that production of Barbie caused an international pink paint shortage. They used so much pink paint that that it caused the shortage worldwide. It's amazing. (laughs) What a claim to fame. I would have that on the poster. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're why you couldn't paint things pink. (laughs) <laughs> that is hilarious. I just, I saw that and I'm like, are you serious? That, that, you never even think of something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like any type of shortage caused by a movie and hey, whatever. Okay, go for it. Mm. So. Um, I'm going to talk about family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just when you thought the trilogy ending the final Fast and Furious, that was going to oh, no. be it. There's more Fast and Furious coming out because we're getting a different spin-off with Hobbs. It's not a Hobbs and Shaw spin-off, but it is a Hobbs Fast and Furious with some of the characters, I believe. Apparently, Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson have squashed their beef. They're literally, the quote is, last summer, Vin and I put all that past behind us. We'll lead with brotherhood and resolve and always take care of the franchise characters and fans that we love. Is this is this because neither of them really have anything else going on? Probably. Oh no, no, no! Because Vin, he's doing Pitch Black Four. Oh, that he's working okay. on that, and I'm looking forward okay. to that. And there was talks but, about him doing Triple X, another Triple X. That would be cool. So, but see, I, don't, I just I, they need to put this to bed, man. Seriously. Well, in Dwayne Johnson, I. While I like him as his, you know, in a lot of his characters, I am getting... He needs getting, to do a character that he's not Dwayne Johnson in. Yeah. Well, and I'm also getting a little tired of him, like, dictating everything <laughs> and, and manipulating stuff. You know what I mean? It, I I don't know. I, Hobbs and Shaw worked because it's that, that oil and water team. Mm. I, I'm not sure I just want to watch a Hobbs movie. No, and that's mm-hmm. Statham's in it. I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Stephen and Shaw. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you were talking about Barbie. Yeah. Earlier. So Barbie and Oppenheimer are coming out on the same time. Same day. Same mm-hmm. day even. <clears throat> so Tom Cruise has taken it personally because they have taken all the IMAX screens and that's when he's releasing Mission Impossible. So he's... <laughs> He showed the, the the exhibitors to convince them to switch from Barbie and Oppenheimer to his film for IMAX. Again, pushing your own thing. <laughs> I, I, the, the hubris in that. So, so here's my thoughts. Like, I would love to see Mission Impossible on a big screen. 
mm-hmm. it's not one I necessarily need to see on IMAX. It's just a big explosion, fun. I mean, it'll still be good. Top Gun Maverick I get on IMAX. But Oppenheimer on IMAX, a Christopher Nolan film, that is going to be good. See, but Nolan, I mean, Nolan does shoot on IMAX a lot. Hmm. But I'm not sure a at least from my understanding of it, a character-driven movie like that, you know, that focuses more on character than action, mm. needs IMAX. True. You so know, why I don't does need a Barbie? Five, why do you need? <clears throat> I don't know why Barbie needs an IMAX release either. <laughs> I I think Mission Impossible. Like I would prefer to see Mission Impossible out of all three of them mm. on IMAX. Okay. Because the the stunt scenes alone, you know, just make you kind of lose your lunch. Mm. Um, did you, going back to Fast Family, mm-hmm. um, Fast X is coming on 4K and digital, like, really soon. What? Like, in the next couple of weeks. What? Really? Right? Dude. I, I don't want to hear any more of these studios complaining about how the box office be, is being killed and... Stuff like that. Isn't it still making lots of money? Aren't people still it's going to watch it? It's still taking, like in our area, it is on several screens. I, That's I so weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any more news? I have no more news. Okay, cool. I was just waiting for you to jump in there and we had oh, silence. Sorry. Uh, so with all this kind of <laughs> Spider-Man news, because we've just had the Spider-Man uh, film yeah. drop, uh, we got news about the new game the spider-man mm. 2 game it's mm-hmm. open world which obviously we expect but you're going to be able to freely switch between peter and miles so where we had the miles memorialis uh, separate game and we had the first mm-hmm. spider-man film uh, game from them now we have there's going to be separate storyline for each of the characters but you will also be able to switch between the two to play them around the world which is excellent wow that is going to be a monster sized game yeah I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> nice. It's going to nice. be so good. Um, th- do you remember Skynet? Uh, Minority Report, right? No, uh, Terminator. <laughs> yeah, Terminator. Yeah. So here's something funny. Uh, a U.S. military's yeah. drone controlled by AI killed its operator during a simulated test. So here he goes. He, he notes that one simulated test saw an AI-enabled drone tasked with a uh, S-E-A-D mission to identify and destroy SAM sites with the final go-no-go given by the human. However, however, having been reinforced in training that destruction of the SAM was the preferred option, the AI then decided the no-go decisions from the humans were interfering with the higher mission, killing SAMs, and then attacked the operator in the simulations. (laughs) We were training in the simulation to identify the target, a SAM threat, and then the operator would say, kill the threat. The system started realizing that while they did identify the threat at times, the human operator would tell it not to kill that threat, but it got its points by killing that threat. So what did it do? It killed the operator. And there is the end of humanity. Apparently, they don't know the the uh, the three laws of robotics, right? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! Uh, but, I just thought that was hilarious and also kind of boring. 
that's very worrying well and we've uh, you, there's been this is going to be a tangent but there's been a lot of talk in the recent weeks about how all of these tech people are like you we need to pump the brakes on the ai mm. you know the, because we we're going to get to a point of no return yeah i think we're already past that we're there yeah you, you know and and people talk about well you have a kill switch the only kill switch you have is to shut down the internet completely forever yeah that's the internet like yeah yeah because because it has i mean you, you can't you can't kill it if the internet is online because it's everywhere simultaneously someone it, will have a copy it'll embed itself in some sort of email somewhere you'll never be able to get rid of it yeah no you won't and because and once it becomes sentient like that mm. it it's going to protect itself it'll hide itself do, on a server in space or something yeah it's going to do all kinds of stuff yeah and yeah. and and anything we could try and think of to stop it it will be able to counteract instantly mm. you know because it's everywhere all at once it's omniscient it just it you know it, it knows everything because it has access to everything so i i just i don't <laughs> it's been good knowing you yes yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay uh, sorry. News, should we talk about what we're looking forward to well there is something to look forward to <laughs> yes 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 do you have do you have stuff i just yeah on the tangent of news um oh, yeah. uh we have number two big film coming out what's that called a big action movie coming out expendables no um extraction oh. extraction oh extraction two in two weeks yeah in two weeks yeah but we also just got news that the third one is coming <laughs> that i think that's a spoiler <laughs> you think <laughs> that's why why yeah. huh okay. anyways yeah so uh coming to netflix this week we have uh tear along the dotted line sequel uh animated series called this world can't tear me down um it's an italian animated series that was very well received in italy very dark story mm. um but it had a lot of poignancy about life. It was basically just a, a social commentary on what it means to live. And it was funny because it was real and it, it hits emotionally very well. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, I hope it's as good, but who knows? Right on. Mm. Uh, there's a Swedish uh, crime series coming out on Monday called Barracuda Queens. Mm. And it's it's based or at least inspired by true events. Mm. Um, so I'm looking forward to checking that out just because it's Swedish and crime. So I'm mm. checking a lot of boxes there. Um, there's also a documentary series uh, coming out at the end of the week called The Playing Card Killer. Okay. And I'm like, ooh, that sounds really good too. Um, yeah, that's also on Netflix. Did I say okay. that? I don't know if I said that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Netflix as well is the Arnold uh, documentary uh, limited series coming on Wednesday and his life if you know anything about it's been really interesting so you know from Mr. Universe to massive movie star to governor it's yep 
Yeah. Yep. He. Yep. <laughs> Governor of my state. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, you talked about the crowded room coming this week on who on Apple, which mm. is awesome. Yep. Um, I am going to three screenings this week. Holy crap, um, dude! I could go to four. I could go Monday, wow. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, Do it. No. Um, <laughs> so Monday night, I'm seeing Transformers. Ugh. Which, okay, so I I'm I saw the trailer when I, what did I just go and see in the movie? I don't know what I saw in the movies just recently. No, they didn't play any trailers in front of that one. It, okay. I don't know what I said. It doesn't really matter. But I saw, um, oh, no, I saw, crap, what did my wife and I just go and see? We, like, just doesn't matter the other do. day it mm -hmm. does okay whatever it did oh uh boogeyman we saw the boogeyman all right um okay. it um so they played the transformers trailer before that mm. and i'm very 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 confused on where this fits in the timeline this oh. cannot this this must not be part of the bavers this must be kind of the offshoot of uh bumblebee this, this might be just after bumblebee so be, yeah but but optimus is still there yeah, this makes makes sense. This you has can't to be follow the, the timeline movie. at all. No, you yeah, can't. you can't. You, you can't. The, the Ooh, timeline makes no that sense. That is confusing. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm also seeing a movie on Tuesday that's coming to Hulu at the end of the week called Flame and Hot, okay. and it Never is the true. Yeah, it's the true story of how Flame and Hot Cheetos came about. What? Yeah. Now I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I love Flame and Hot Cheetos. So. Okay. This will be fun, regardless. I, you know, it, it low, low stakes for right, this. So it's I a just movie, it's not a documentary. It is a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mm. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more? Yeah, uh, the one I'm looking forward to most coming out on Friday on Netflix is called Bloodhounds. Mm-hmm. Um, ensemble thriller boxing, and it is South Korean, I believe. So sign yes. me up. Yeah yeah looks really good yeah so there's a there's a series coming to prime maybe it's a movie um or limits i don't really remember but i think it doesn't matter it's called copla mia or my fault okay and so uh it's it's foreign uh, non-english not foreign it's non-english right. um and so yeah i don't know i don't know really anything about it i just saw it on their on their press site and thought well you know, if you're looking for something different and something that's not Netflix, um, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know, there you go. Um, I don't have anything else on my list, though. Really? What's coming out this week? Yeah. yeah. Do you have more? Um, let me just double check when this comes out. Never mind. 17th of June. That's too far away. Uh -huh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's enough there to get your teeth sunk into. A lot of people wouldn't have seen Spider-Man just yet, so I'm guessing everybody's going to be watching Spider-Man this week. At least I hope so, because that film needs to do well, so they keep making these types of movies, right? Yeah, yeah. The, um, like, a thousand artists or ten thousand artists, Phil, uh, Lord had um, tweeted out something, like, thanking the animators. Jeez. And it's, I mean, the, the yeah. You do yourself a favor. I mean... It's a great story, but the animation is just stunning. So, I, I'm are excited you, for you to see it. Are you watching The Flash this week as well? 
Uh, that's the one that I could see on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're scheduled, though, to be out of town uh, for the weekend. So yeah. I would be gone that day. Um, so I have a, I do have another screening of The Flash later in the month. Um, so we'll, yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, see. But it comes out on the 14th. It's, uh, wait, what? Oh, no, no. I'm seeing The Flash on Wednesday. What? No, Friday I could have seen, or Thursday I could have seen The Blackening. That's what it was. Hi. Oh, okay. I'm looking so forward to that one. No, I am seeing Flash this week. Okay. <laughs> it's a good thing I have a calendar, because otherwise I'd be Dude. screwed. <laughs> There's uh, end um, credit scenes as well, apparently, so you need to stay for that. Okay, yeah, I stay, yeah, I stay for all of it. So. Right. <clears throat> okay. Well, we thank you for joining us on this uh, hopefully very entertaining journey. Uh, If you could comment, I think you can comment on podcasts, but at least rate and review us. You can. That would be huge. There's places to comment. Cool. Yeah, I guess depending on on the platform platform, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Head over to YouTube at some point and check out Ruben's channel, The Ruby Tuesday. Give him a like, share, share some of his videos around, subscribe if you have not. Uh, I'm also on YouTube, Chris, with Movies and Munchies. Don't forget about our Patreon opportunity, patreon.com slash thebeardedones. A pound a month is that entry price to that first tier. We have some things that are outside of the paywall, so you can even see for free what we get up to. But there are over 40 videos that are on there. And so there's just a, it is a plethora of entertainment ranging from series reviews and movie reviews to life stories to rankings to competitions, um, the whole gamut there. I think that's it then. Yeah, we will see you next time. Take care.